Okay, this is going to be interesting. Um, recently, I uploaded a video to my YouTube channel, which is called aptly Daniel the Flame. And I, upon looking through certain stuff, I saw that I had a comment on a video that I'd done six months ago, and I completely forgot about it. Um, well, I, I never looked at the comments, I should say. I said completely forgot about it. But I, I don't generally check back on my YouTube channel. Um, for like the comments and different things like that. I just really upload and just leave it to chance and go on about my business. But upon doing such a thing, I then found out that basically there was a very, very worded comment about um, of, um, about something that I did before, which is um, my manga review over uh, I Would Die to Have Your First Time. Um, now, if you want to look up the actual YouTube video or like the podcast episode, it is called I Would Die to Have Your First Time Manga Review by, you know, and then like, you know, just, I guess, type in Fun with Flame or Daniel the Flame and then it'll pop up. Um, but yeah, um, my YouTube channel is Daniel, Daniel the Flame, all one word. Uh, so yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> but I, um, the comment was essentially uh, very long and it was done six months ago from since the recording that I'm doing right now, which is on, uh, what is this, June? Yeah, this is, um, right now it's June 25th, 2022. So six months ago, this comment was left on the video. The video in question was upload October 15th, um, 2021. So yeah, that, um, but I, I thought it was interesting and I wanted to respond to it because I actually... I re-listened to my uh, podcast because I really had strong feelings for why I disliked this manga. And apparently this person had very strong feelings as to their critique towards what I was saying. So I felt that it would be fair to essentially go through what this comment is saying and then read it for all you peoples for comment uh, for content-wise so I could just, you know, you know, <laughs> just get some little clarity going on because I have, uh, you know, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Okay. First off, um, the first comment, because he wrote two, one has a more stuff towards it than um, the rest, but I'll read the first one that was done, um, which is, it starts off like this. Dude, you need to read the whole manga, all of it. First off the bat, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to, and I said I wasn't, because I generally did not like the manga. Uh, it was a predictable garbage type of deal, and it's something that essentially, it's like the entire premise is the title, so there's really nothing to it in terms of like expectations or whatnot. I would doubt to have your first time. It is about a dude who wants to have the first time of a girl, the end. Um, whether or not he gets it is basically the journey that you would be looking into, and that is something that I just wouldn't be interested in as the main character is someone that I don't um, resonate with or um, relate to and I don't care for as well as the situation that he's in is not something that I feel is like an interesting premise whatsoever. It is incredibly dumb and ri ridiculous. And like I said in my video, I feel that if you like something like this, then hey, that's your cup of tea. But you also have a stint for liking realistically um, bad shit um, because I've also clarified in my video the different logical reasonings or the different 
aspects of the series itself that could have been tackled within the very first introduction of everything that would have made it far more interesting of a story, which then would have justified actually looking into or wanting to actually um, continue reading something that isn't predicated towards later on. It might, this might get interesting, but rather you're revealing this shit now. Um, not, not like every aspect of their relationship or something like that, but more so just you're revealing certain things about the character now, which then would make you feel, uh, which would essentially make you cheer him on in terms of his plight to, um, generally want to, uh, condone in the actions of essentially being there for um, his future wife early on, um, whether it be physical or, or emotional or anything else. Um, I don't give a damn if it is a character piece. If the character ain't worth shit, then, then the piece that you're looking at is shit. Um, and you can tell yourself otherwise, if that's something that you, you know, want to ignore or whatever, but that's, that's a personal thing. That really is a personal thing. Taste, all taste comes in all shapes and sizes. And is like, you know, who am I to tell you that, uh, you know, you shouldn't like what you like. But what I'm saying is that something that is just written idiotically is still idiotic. It doesn't matter if it's like, oh, I like it. It was like, no, this is still done in a very dumb way. It just realistically, it needs a hell of a lot. It doesn't need polish. It needs to be reworked if you want to actually make it interesting. But the premise and the story in the very first chapter, which is the only thing that I read, was not interesting. It was not the hook that would get me in... um looking into this series so why the fuck would i look into it um now he um, also wrote the story is not a standard it is not a standard wish fulfillment story about the guy getting his wife's first time it is it literally is you you are going to explain later on in there how he is going to get his um girl's first time like you you literally point out how he does but essentially he's not he himself doesn't remember or sees the actual incident happen. Um, so then it does create that wish fulfillment. It it is that, but the um, so what you're what you're saying right now is literally a, a lie because it is a standard wish fulfillment of that story. It's just that you're you're cherry picking. You're taking what literally is the end result, <laughs> which is what what is what I'm not with. I don't want to see the struggle to get to that point where he does get his wife's first time. I don't care for the character or the premise or the series in itself. So if that is the end result of the series, which it is, why the fuck would I still indulge in the series? If that is something that I generally do not agree with, I don't agree with his actions, his mindsets or his reasonings behind everything that is the start of this story. So why the fuck would I just want to wait till the end which condones and fulfills this wish fulfillment moment. And if anything, it's just kind of a cop-out because he himself literally does it, um, but he just isn't really aware if he did it or not because, you know, fucking anime, um, manga rules or whatever. So that's that that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, because it, it is a standard wish fulfillment. You are lying right now um, because that's the point of the series. That's the title. And that's literally the end goal for the main character. And whether he accomplished it or not, that's the, the premise. That's, that's what he's trying to do. And I disagree with that in accordance to what the manga laid out in the very first chapter. And again, I must remind you the very first chapter of any manga of any fucking story is the hook that gets you involved in it. So 
if your first chapter isn't interesting enough to facilitate me reading and sticking through this series from start to finish, then you have failed. Okay, you have failed in making your story interesting, which is what this thing has done. It's character. It's it's a character development story about the guy growing and learning about himself. All stories are character development story. Whether or not they are good or bad is up to the person who is reading it. If you feel that this was a good character development story, good for you. But I could tell from the very beginning that this was a story about a person who has an incredibly shallow take on something that realistically is not that big of a fucking deal unless you make it. And then because they show no redeeming qualities of the main character himself, then there was absolutely no reason for me to actually be invested in him feeling or trying to accomplish any type of fucking goal. Who gives a damn about this guy when he has done nothing to make me give a damn for? It's not about seeing wish fulfillment or seeing an overpowered main character or anything like that. Your main character is shit, so then why the fuck would I indulge in this? There is no redeeming quality about him whatsoever. And I'm not saying that you can't look at anything that has a... Um, a, a terrible person that you then see grow into a good guy or something like that or see a story that's about a villain or see a story that's about a good guy turn into a villain all those stories can easily be fucking done realistically it's just that you have to make it interesting you have to give something that actually would make you want to look at this whether it be sad depressing funny um not a, a, a fiction non-fiction whatever the fuck you want it to be it has to be interesting in some aspect no matter what, in order for it to actually warrant a continuation of viewership or an interest in the story in itself. And if you cannot accomplish that, especially within the very first chapter, you fail. You fucking fail. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, that's why it starts with him at rock bottom in every sense. No, it doesn't. Um, again, you're cherry picking. It doesn't start with him at rock bottom. He goes back in time and he's at rock bottom. Um, it starts with him being married to the woman that he considers the most beautiful woman at his job. He is literally married, okay? He's married, and the only thing that the story can tell you about their situation or that about their relationship is that he's focused on the fact that he's not the first person she had sex with. That is the re that is literally the main reason why I did not like the story. It's the thing that made me go, well, this is stupid and dumb simply because of the fact that it does not focus on anything else, nor does it even showcase or predicate that he wants to figure out or do anything else. He literally is just tripping over the fact that his wife, whom he married, it is is was had sex with someone else before. You can talk about the character development shit all you want with the time travel bullshit and everything all all day long. That does not matter. The initial thing starts off with him being married to a woman that he considers beautiful, and the only thing that he feels is wrong is the fact that she had sex with other people before him. That is the problem that I had. That is what is what realistically is rock bottom about the story in every sense. That is what is is the issue. So until it fixes that initial step into the story, then no, I won't be interested in looking at or reading anything else. And nor would it make any sense for me to absorb all the information to sit there and go, well, eventually they filled in holes. That's not how fucking storytelling works.
if you can't do anything to showcase or facilitate why I should give a damn about this dude's issue with his wife's past, then why the fuck would I care for him to be so gung-ho about something that he himself initially doesn't even try to fix on terms of like his own perspective, which is something I laid out in my video as I gave multiple versions of that concept where it was like, why did he not try to talk to her first? Why did he not try to actually embed better himself to make him more of an approvable person for her in, um, in his regard or whatever? Why did he not try to speak to her or get to know her better in terms of understanding exactly how did her logic and reasoning lead up to the situation? Hell, apparently they were married and he doesn't even focus on the fact that she somehow fell in love she somehow decided to marry this asshole in the first fucking place so obviously whatever he had going on was something that she thought was marriage material regardless of what her past might be or what you learn later on in the story you're literally married and now that you're married and essentially the only issue that you have is the fact that well i didn't fuck her first that off off rip is terrible that's a bad concept of a story it's a bad notion for a character to have to make me actually give a damn about whatever development they get later on i don't give a fuck about somebody like that that's <laughs> terrible jesus christ he didn't know mika in high school by the way they went to different schools and different jukus um they just lived in the same city um was he a high school student at the time and was she a high school student? I didn't say that they went to the same high school. I just said that he knew her in high school. That's, that's a difference. Um, I, I, I literally said that. I said that, the, that he knew her in high school, not that they went to the same high school. I said that he knew her in high school. So that that is some, that is that's what I said. So I'm afraid, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to correct you on that one. Um, in the original timeline, he heard a voice ask, you okay, mister, and embarrassed to be seen like that, ran without looking up. After this, anytime he gets knocked out, he wakes up at the age of 30 or 31, then goes back to right before when he dies again. Now, even that is stupid. So in order for him to actually time travel, at some instance, he has to die. And at another instance, it's him getting knocked out, meaning that he will be knocked out multiple times because this is also to facilitate the whole pathetic nature of a character, which is something that I discussed in talked about in my original video about being an, an incredibly lame concept to have for a character. I do not like that that is something that the Japanese try to push whenever it comes to try and tell a love story for someone that basically is on the low end of the um of the like social hierarchy to someone that they consider at the high end of social hierarchy. The person who's at the lowest needs to be the most pathetic, disgusting, worst, whatever type of person. And then they're just reaching for this person that they put themselves on a fucking pedestal. And I hate that because it just, it's not realistic. It doesn't make any sense. And if you know anything about Japanese culture, that's not a normal type of person. So I'm, my issue with that was the fact that it was like, well, this could have been predicated to where you now see more of a normal person being put in this situation rather than someone that's basically at the bottom of the hierarchy getting into the situation and then losing his mind about what the future holds and whatnot or seeing him die a couple of times also being a weird premise behind uh time traveling it's just weird and again it's just kind of used for the um the little freaking uh the story like basically the uh the title the premise from the title which is that since i would die to have your first time like he's literally dying to time travel that's stupid that's really fucking stupid i would rather it be random which just 
would be a much easier thing to swallow as well as um far more of a um you know a weird little quinky dink thing to where it's like you know you can't control it it just happens random that that i'll be fine with but him constantly dying if anything that's just more that's putting more on the pressure of it being a negative aspect these are things that allocate towards negativity being knocked out is a negative thing you're not supposed to get knocked the fuck out so that's a negative thing dying is a negative thing whether or not these things lead into him time traveling in certain ways that that's whatever but it is a negative thing now you equate this to like a story where it's like a main character is able to restart time back whenever he dies then it's like yes you have to do this negative thing in order for you to be able to continue living so when you have something like that and it's like well it's endearing that they're basically purposefully doing this negative thing for a positive thing to happen later on but with this it's like he's doing a negative thing to accomplish a negative thing which is to have his wife's first time which is the only thing that he can wrap his mind around in terms of their relationship being what it is and him having the issues with it thus why i would not be interested in something like that um after after this uh, anytime gets knocked up before he does again um the futures are incredibly painful and ugly and seem to get worse and worse but over time he gradually comes to various realizations about how to be a proper man and approach her um um approach her appropriately and eventually having to face just how creepy his obsession is right now then again i don't want to see that that is that is what i was laying out in my video in my video i don't want to read some shit like that seeing someone eventually become a good person that is that is completely at the behest of someone who's interested in that person in the very beginning if you wanted to see a sad sack for some reason realize that he's a piece of shit and then basically stops being a piece of shit that's on you that's totally on you. But what I'm saying is that what they what they um, showcased in the very first chapter was an uninteresting mess and a piece of shit. So because of that, I'm not interested. I don't care for it. It's bad. It's bad writing and it's bad concept. If they were to have changed with the different changes that I've said, then it would have been far more interesting of a concept as well as something that would have been more tangible in terms of... Um, their overall relationship, because then you would have got an understanding of their basis of their overall relationship. All that you get from the jump is that they're married. He has an issue with them having a first time with um, him not being her first time and her being a very understanding woman about basically his sexual in, um, inadequacies, as well as just generally liking his ass. So there's literally nothing wrong coming from her, but yet it's all his misconceptions or his weird little paranoias going on so with that you have no reason to actually go well why the fuck would it be that you need to go back in time to fix anything aside from just doing a sex thing which is the only hang-up that you have rather than your present not actually be fixed it'd be different if he tried to better himself if they were in an abusive relationship she took advantage of him if there was anything that would give you some type of idea where it's like i'm in love with this person but there's a there a certain way because of something that happened in the past and i should have i wish i could have been there to make sure that that didn't happen but at the same time if it didn't then they wouldn't be with me today so i have to figure out a way to help them and then at the same time be with them so that way they're not the way that they are and that sounds like an interesting story whether or not the dude is fat overweight um old or anything like that that's whatever <laughs> so then of the fact that he keeps constantly trying to 
get the future that he wants or get the desired result that he wants, which is to fuck her, because don't sit there and act like that's not his initial goal or what he's trying to do with his ability to time travel. He wants to fuck her first. So he's acting. So acting as if he's trying to force his way to fucking her first so that he get the desired result that he wants is not a creepy or a disgusting idea. I'm not going to ignore that because later on it gets better when he understands finally you're being a fucking weirdo. No, initially he's being a fucking weirdo. I can understand that. I identified with that in the very beginning, but his character is refusing to acknowledge that off rip. Then I don't care. He's someone who's being blissfully ignorant for absolutely no fucking reason, aside from the fact that he wants his life to be like this, and he does not like the fact that it isn't. I don't like characters like that. I don't like people like that. Why the fuck would I be interested in something like that? This is bad writing, because when you have a character like that, there is no interesting or discernible feature about them that would make you invested in whatever it is that they're doing. That is the problem for me when it comes to this. So, moving on. Um, I would die to have your first time actually shifts over time. Um, um, I would die to have your first time actually shifts over time from a dream to a curse and mark of shame for a while. He avoids her convinced that she, um, that she have a happier life without him. And yeah, throughout all this, we see bits and pieces of his life with the original Mika and it doesn't take that long before he wishes he'd approach the original more though though by then he'd done a lot to improve um to improve what clearly um to improve what was clearly a painful past for her and thus couldn't go back so easily again you're you're now explaining the fucking story to me um this is this is something that a lot of people do um, especially when it comes towards uh, proving or justifying their like for an anime or something like that. And that's, yeah, it's, uh, you deal with this on a regular basis when you deal with um, anime uh, fans. Um, because simply it, it, it's hard for them to articulate exactly what is, what is actually good about what it is they're talking about rather than explaining what it is that they're talking about. This is, this is literally a thing that happens with um, fans when it comes towards um, doing shit like that. It's one thing for you to be able to be like, okay, you know, these actually are positive qualities that the character um, presented early on. You know, like this is something that actually was interesting or or um, deeply moving within the story or actually um, something that you could possibly grasp hold of. This is something that the artist was trying to accomplish. This is something that the, that the, um, the writer was trying to convey. Things like that are articulate ways of basically explaining what it is that essentially is a drawing factor behind something. You know, it's, it's equivalent to when someone talks about an action movie and they say, man, these certain fight scenes were well choreographed and whatnot, rather than just saying the synopsis of the fucking movie. You say the synopsis of the movie, you're just explaining the movie, but you're not proving anything against what it is that I'm talking about. You're explaining the story that you read, but my issue was that the story isn't worth reading. So you're explaining to me the story and it's hitting all the points that I literally explained that it was going to hit and why that's no reason for you to actually indulge in this because it's so predictable, so boring, so stupid, and so idiotic of a concept from the very beginning all the way to its inevitable end. It's not anything endearing. Why the fuck would I indulge in it? 
So again, you're not disproving that. You're just explaining the narrative. <laughs> and if you're explaining the narrative, that's not going to change my fucking mind about what the narrative is about. This asshole still wants to have sex with his wife when they take her first time. If he's, if that's his goal, if that's the point of the entire fucking story, and I'm telling you, I don't like that point, that's it. <laughs> like, that is it. That's it. That's all that there is to it. Explaining to me the story or the different elements that come later on, whether or not he learns this or he changes his heart about that, doesn't change what the initial thing is about. It's still about that. It's just that he might have a change of heart later on, or he might think this way later on, or he might want to do that later on. Maybe she'll be happier if she wasn't with me. Or maybe if your fat ass got on a Stairmaster in the present, you wouldn't have had this issue in the first fucking place. But that's not what is done. What you get is a dude who basically doesn't know who basically eventually, I'm not, I'm, I'm not reading the rest, but let me, let me predict something. You're talking about a character who literally learns different shit about his wife later on when initially, if he was to have just sat down and talked to her or got to know her upon them initially getting married, which is a weird fucking thing that you don't do, but also something that Japanese culture is known for, where it's like, you wanted to get to, you, you get to know this person. You want to know more about them. You're learning different things about their past, something that you should have been doing in the first fucking place upon you actually getting married because you can't gloss over that aspect because it, it literally is a focal point in the story in the very beginning they were fucking married they were married how did you get to the point to where you got her to agree to marry you in the very beginning of your fucking story so then if you basically just did fucking supersede all of that information because the only thing you can think of is that i wasn't there to fuck her in the first place then why would I care? <laughs> what is it about their relationship that makes it to where it's like, oh, this should happen because he's so obsessive and crazy about it. And then when he learns shit about her, of course he's going to still carry the same feelings about her. He's learning about a bitch that he don't know. He don't know other women, goddammit. It's, it's stupid <laughs> to sit there. It, this is stupid. This is incredibly stupid. It's a stupid story. It's a predictably stupid story. This shit plays out this way all the time and it's bad it's always bad they're terrible character pieces because they're not over endearing characters it's just a pathetic person in a pathetic situation doing pathetic things until they realize i'm fucking pathetic and then when they finally decide to change themselves something that should have something that realistically would completely change the story if that was an initial concept in the beginning then, then it's like, it, then there's, there's nothing that actually is accomplished within the story. But I dare you to think of any type of fucking story that basically starts off like this, anime or manga-wise, where the character is basically this downtrodden and whatnot, and then during the time when they were downtrodden, they actually attempted to change and better themselves. But then even that attempt still ended in failure, thus them needing the actual little special ability or whatever, a little juju that comes with them whatever mcguffin that needs to happen whether it be they can read minds or that they get, get isekai or that they time travel or whatever show me or tell me something where you actually have a character who was trying to fix whatever crappy situation he was in but still failed and then despite that he had to get he got put in something else where you still see the character uh, where you still see other shit happening and him coming to a realization about certain things certain actions still you, you can't because they don't write shit like that. You're pathetic from the jump and you stay pathetic and the story only persists until you realize I'm fucking pathetic. That that 
is what's wrong with this story. That's why it's a predictable nonsense, nonsensical mess, and I don't care for it. It's going to end with him getting his wife's first time, and it's going to him end with him having a different understanding about her character and person, because realistically, he's going to learn shit about her that he could have found out if he just fucking talked to her in the first place like a normal human being. But until you can sit, but until you can't sit there, well, I'm mixing my words. Until they actually write a character who's willing to sit down and actually accomplish some shit like that, then no, this isn't interesting, it isn't good, and it isn't something that should be held in high regards. This dude's putting pussy on a pedestal for some weird reason, and then for no and then for no uh, um, explainable reason after that, it's literally finding out shit that you could have easily found out if you just sat and talked to somebody who literally was closer to you than anyone else. That was his goddamn wife. If you were living with someone who you intimately are, you're fucking. <laughs> and it's like, they don't want to tell you about tragic events from their past. That is your job to be able to help. You, that is, you are their husband. So whatever it is that they're going through, you need to be there for them. If you know that they're going through some shit or you care to actually go past that or to have them live a happy life with you, then you got to actually show that. That's not what they did. They only showed him bitching up about the fact that she's fucked other people and he's only fucked her. So, yeah, no, I totally disagree with this comment because, again, all you're doing is reading the fucking synopsis. All you're doing is telling me the narrative of the series. That does not prove that the series is good. Does not. You're just, you're just telling me what the series is. It does not prove anything. It's like explaining what the Mona Lisa looks like. What the fuck would you do that for? All right, now, where was I? Um, and, uh, okay. In short, don't go and, um, don't go at this, uh, don't go at this expecting a straightforward love story or anything. It's really a story about a man whose insecurities and first love twisted him in a bad way, whose, who struggles to change himself and become a proper man. Again, that's what I have a problem with. That's, that's literally what I have a problem with. The thing that you are referring to is what I consider bad. That is what I consider as a problem as well as something that's not worth even wasting your time on. Because nothing about that is anything remotely endearing whatsoever. You're literally watching a bad guy turn into a good person when realistically, I don't give a fuck. I don't care that he used to be a piece of shit, but then through little wacky incidents, odd little here and there's some dramatic cries that eventually he figured out that, hey, you know, you could not be a piece of shit. I don't care. I don't. No one should care about something like that. That's, that's a story. Any story is a story worth telling for sure. But again, this could have been so well worked to where it actually would be an interesting story. This isn't interesting whatsoever. It's just fucking creepy. It's creepy on a ridiculous level, and you just have the main character trying to facilitate the creepiness. That doesn't mean that this is actually good or that what he's doing is something that's worth looking into. It just means that the person who's the main focus is a fucking creep. That's it. That's that's it. And it's like you're trying to explain the story, and for some reason you assume that that will justify what the story is, when my misgivings with it is that the story does not justify the weirdness or the weird misgivings that it has because there's nothing justifiable behind it. It's all fucking weird. And because it has all of these odd associated 
um, associative moments within just the very beginning or shit that essentially is like, yeah, this could easily be explained if he just did normal shit. That, that is something else that I have a problem with. Now, it's totally different if essentially there was logic and reasoning behind a lot of the things that took place, the end where it ended up where he's now back in time and trying to confront um, or trying to get with the person who becomes eventually his wife. But again, we do not see anything that happens within his present 30, 31 year old timeline to where that's anything tangible. The asshole does not speak with his wife. Well, maybe he's a socially awkward guy. If he was a socially awkward guy, then why the fuck did he get married? What exactly did he do to get her to marry him? If that is the case, then you, you cannot just sit there and marginalize or displace a lot of different things in order to make your story go with whatever you want your story to be. You have to have shit make sense. You can't sit there and, and blame something on him being socially awkward when he literally does one of the most sociable things ever, which is literally get married to somebody. You, you cannot do shit like that, right? That's not realistic. You cannot have him have issues and misgivings about his wife being a certain way if you do not have him actually fucking talk with her. Then you can't have it to where it's like he doesn't talk with her because, again, they got married. Do you not understand that? That is the problem with this. Seeing a character piece only makes sense if the character is worth looking into. God damn it. And if you having the character just blatantly do unlogical shit, that way you can just have your story be what it is. It's a bad story. It's a, it's a bad story. No doubt about it. You have a bad fucking story because you're doing shit that doesn't make any sense. When you could easily, easily display all, all display not display, um, but easily just sit there and get rid of all of the misgrievings that I have with the story being the way that it is. You can show him talking to his wife and essentially not getting anything out of him, um, her. But instead, they show his wife actually being loving, caring, and understanding towards him, which then makes you go, why the fuck would he then sit there and be like, oh, no, it's all about getting her virginity. Do you see what I'm saying? It, it There's nothing endearing about the character, and then there's nothing that's um, forthcoming within the story in the very beginning of it that allows you to basically identify or understand why he would be in the situation or have his misgivings in the first fucking place outside of the fact that he just said so, and you just have to take that for face value. That is retarded. That is always retarded. That is bad storytelling, and that is why I do not like this. <laughs> Realistically, you like crap. That's it. <laughs> you like a bad story. That's okay. You just like you just you just like a bad story. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um Okay, yes, near the end he does take her virginity after a jump to late college. Okay, again, if I talked about how the predictability of a bad story is again something that's making it not necessary, then what are you what are you proving? Are you disproving what the fuck I was saying? Because you're not. You know, this is like someone saying, I don't like the way this chocolate tastes because I know, like, this chocolate is made this way and I don't like the taste. And then someone goes, well, actually, the way that it's made is a special traditional way that this country has been using for years, which is why they make it that way. That doesn't fucking change my taste buds. That doesn't make the chocolate taste any better to me. I just now know unnecessary information about something that I consider bad, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Totally different if you was to be like, well, actually, you could try it with this or that, and it might improve the flavor. It might change the taste. This actually might come with this. It actually comes with a plethora and varieties of other tastes that you can try and dabble in. They've made other chocolates. Anything like that. But just outwardly telling me what the shit is about or what's in it does not change 
what my initial response is to the damn thing. Fuck. <laughs> okay, yes, in the end, um, of the college, but he doesn't actually experience it as he jumps all the way to 31 right as it's about to happen. Again, that's a cop-out in terms of trying to make the story interesting because essentially you've just looked at a bad story, then it gets to the end, which is what initially is what the whole thing was about. Then when he gets to the cop-out, then they make the main character sit there and go, I don't really need to know now since I've had to go through all of this bullshit. Now I really don't need to know. Now it's all just about the person. And then the person who's reading it will go, I feel the exact same way because he said it. And uh, let, let me see. <laughs> um, uh, that's about to happen. Furthermore, while he does ask if if that's what happened after the jump, and she laughs without clearly confirming, he immediately afterwards thinks it was a ridiculous and pointless question. Finally, letting go of the past and realizing it doesn't matter. You're explaining the fucking story. That is not disproving anything that I said at all. It's not. It's it's just confirming the bullshit. You you haven't done anything that made any sense. I don't know why you would go through the lengths of typing all of this if that was the case. <laughs> it's like you just you damn near just basically had a far more detailed synopsis than one than the one that I read off of the manga site that I was on when I read this. But that doesn't disprove anything that I fucking said about the ridiculousness as well as the unintrigue that the story actually has. The character is still creepy. The concept is still creepy. The whole mindset behind it is ridiculous. Just because it ends on a high note doesn't fucking change anything. Hell, stories that end with terrible, ridiculous consequences still are good stories. And what my problem is, is that this isn't a good story, dumbass. Damn it. <laughs> I, I do not like anime fans like this, man. It ain't deep. Ah, uh, they're so inconsequential. It's the simple fact that you read the story, you understood what the story was about, and you get the meaning behind it. And for some reason, you're trying to justify that since you wasted time on it, then that means that it had to be good. It must have been something. But realistically, no, you looked at a bad story. You looked at a bad story that had a predictable storyline, a predictable plot, a ridiculous type of main character, and a nonsensical argument to be made which is that this asshole thought that in order for him to be happy with his current wife, he need to have, have fucked her the first time before anyone else. Not anything that was wrong with him, but the fact that their initial, <laughs> the fact that initially she did not sleep with him first is the only issue with their entire relationship. The fact that at the end of it, he finally realizes that that's stupid does not mean that that's a good story. That means that that's a dumb story. Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's their future that matters. And so we conclude with him having finally become a proper man worthy of her love. No, 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 no. He's not a proper man worthy of her love. He was already worthy of her love. Thus, she, why she married him. Remember, they, they got married. And again, I'm not reading this fucking story. I'm only going by what was in the, the original first chapter. They were married, meaning that he was more than capable of affirming her love, which is why they were married in the first place. That's literally what marriage is, all right? <laughs> whether it's political, none of the, whether it's political, made of, any of that, like none of that shit is present within the first chapter. So upon your infinite recollection upon your knowledge of this series as a whole you have to remember in the initial jumping off point the first 
fucking iteration of this story, the very first chapter, nothing is presented that warrants or showcases or lets you know that there's anything of a sham nature towards the marriage, whether she's only marrying him for security, whether she's doing it because of an obligation or whether she's just doing it because like, I feel that he's just the safest opinion, like he's just the safest option. None of that is present um, given to none of that is present information given to you upon the very first chapter. And if you feel that that's something that comes up later, or they explain something about that later on or whatever, then again, that's a shitty story trying to compromise or come back to some shit that it started off in the beginning as shit in the first place. It, it's it they had some shit and then they need to fix it so they're filling it in with other shit and if you need that in order to basically tell yourself that oh yeah that makes it better then hey again you like bad storytelling but initially if they were to have instigated or influenced or showcased any of this in the very beginning then again different argument entirely I probably would have read it on some on some note because of that. If you were to have showcased that this dude has some type of endearing quality rather than eventually he might chill the fuck out, then there would be something there would be something towards the story. But it isn't. And if you was to have something to where it was like, well, her reasons for marrying him are not really on the up and up, thus confirming that you kind of want to see exactly what it is that happened to her in the past that would make her come down this um, path in the first place to marry this guy. But again, that's not what's presented. What we're presented with is a woman that clearly loves her husband and a husband who is a goddamn psychopath. And there is nothing that warrants actually reading that at all, especially when the goddamn title tells you the whole fucking premise. I would die to have your first time. This asshole is going to die so we can go back in time to fuck her first. And is that not what happens? And is that not what I'm saying that I have a problem with? So then what the fuck was this comment for? Are you not? listening when you watch my shit or is it just that you need to be antagonistic towards someone not agreeing with obviously something you wasted your time on and then you figured it must have been good god damn it you people are what's wrong with anime and manga i swear to god i swear to god you you just try to legitimize the shitty things that you invest your time in and you try to compromise with the bad storytelling that the Japanese have with a lot of shit simply because it's not Western stuff. No, if anything, because information, the information superhighway exists, they should be held to the same accountable standards as other people are when it comes to any type of medium that they make, whether it be manga, anime, or anything else. A shitty story is a shitty story. God Damn it. And this is a shitty story from the jump. I already knew it was going to be bad. And all you have confirmed is that I was right. <laughs> Looking forward to writing their story together. Again, don't fuck. <laughs> Additionally, while the summary talked of him as unattractive, this never actually, this is never actually an issue in the story itself. That is something that I also pointed out. Um, so you're not really confirming anything. Um, I pointed that out as well in my video. Um, I talked about the fact that realistically, um, he considered himself unattractive or he talked about himself. But realistically, that's not really anything that's tangible. It never has been an anime or manga um, in the first place, as well as the fact that when I mentioned him talking about her, that's also something that I bring up is that according to his standards, she's the prettiest woman at his office or whatever the, his work is or something like that. And again, that's just something that they fucking do when it comes to like manga and, and anime and whatnot. I don't, 
know nor care if that's a societal thing in Japan, but it is a very odd thing that they need to um, sit there and constantly showcase whenever they're dealing with someone that's attractive the, you, to you the the like a, a fugly person could be the most beautiful woman in the world but it's because of the fact that you are attracted to her yes she's the most beautiful woman in the world that's why different couples are made up of all shapes and sizes hell i even mentioned in my video that you see all the time people in fucking america walk around like where's a beautiful woman with a fat guy or something like that and it's like guess what she's attractive like <laughs> she's pretty to me that that shit actually exists like that's a real fucking thing so even them having it to where it's like they were showcasing that he had issues with the way how he was how big he was and then seeing his giant body tower over her whenever they were having sex and then it'd be drawn in such a way to where I was like yeah there's nothing endearing about this again it's a fucking problem when it comes towards showcasing pathetic or loser characters within anime and manga. And then my video, I also stipulated on the fact to where rather than just have him be an average man who came to these um, issues or problems, he is the lowest of the low. Even in your goddamn comment, you express in your comment, you expressed how basically he was at the lowest point ever. And then this was basically all about changing him into becoming a man worthy of her love. When realistically, they were already supposedly in fucking love, but he was tripping. <laughs> and so again, then how, how could he possibly be on the lowest of the low? How could he be so considered completely unattractive if she got to marry him? These things, if they're not expressly laid out for you in the very beginning, in terms of trying to, like in term, in trying to basically solidify that these are the reasons why he has an issue with whatever their relationship is or whatever is going on with them or whatever is a personal turmoil within them. If they don't explain from the get-go why this is a factor that needs to be looked into for him personally, outside of just his own obsession, then there's no reason for the person who's actually reading this to care about said obsession as well. That's what I'm getting at. I could give two fucks about a crazy dude who's basically in a lucky situation going crazy for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever, only to then learn the lesson that I didn't need to go crazy because that's exactly what fucking happened. So again, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. No one ever acts like they find him ugly or undesirable. Yes, again, I said the same thing. Um, but it's a, it's a matter of something that he showcased and said, and then how he acted towards that. He brought up the fact that he felt unattractive and then so un, um, uncharacteristically paired with her. And he wondered, you know, like, why would she marry me? And it's like, again, fucking ask her, like, right? Like, you're supposed to be married. You can figure this shit out <laughs> like right now. You can figure it out. You can make yourself better, but you're not going to because you're a shitty person and that isn't cool <laughs> that's not an interesting thing damn it and most you could say the fact that she had an attractive crush at the start and that when she first met him she called him an og son a term mostly used for middle-aged men i don't know what the fucking og son is um implies that his looks don't exactly impress her again that that is all refuted because of the fact that they're married, which is why I, I 
completely stipulated that. I was only mentioning his unattractiveness in accordance to how he mentioned his unattractiveness. It's in the very beginning. Go back and read the shit. Go back and read the shit in which your infinite knowledge of the story. Sit there and think about how stupid this goddamn very first chapter is. Because that was my argument. This is a very poorly written fucking manga. Because it's a poorly written open introduction to a manga. Which means that everything else is going to be a goddamn stupid trudge of dumb. Until he gets to the reasoning to where eventually he, fir he first fucks his wife. And then eventually he's cool with the idea that he got to fuck his wife first. That's it. That's the problem. That's the that's the issue. And anyone who indulges in anime, especially someone who's basically doing a fucking manga review, they know Japanese terms. You have no choice but to know Japanese terms. Don't fucking tell me what a goddamn oji sign is. I know what that is. Oni sign, oji sign, one sign, one chan, okasan, all that shit. I've heard it before. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, pretentious. Dumbass. <laughs> Seriously, take a real look. No, you're trying to get me to read some bullshit because you did, and then you're trying to justify the bullshit that you read because you read it. This, again, this is this is literally a sickness that manga and anime fans have. I, I know this because I have this problem with certain things as well. You need to justify the time that you wasted on bullshit. So, there are, you cherry pick things. There's stuff that you like, stuff that you didn't like, but you don't outwardly admit this was bad. I just indulged and wasted my time on something that was ultimately bad. I have a habit now of dropping shit because of the fact that I can tell immediately where it's going and I know that it's going to be a waste of time. And only if you've basically been in this shit, like been in the trenches for years, do you get to that point. But you have to have eventually gone through a plethora of manga and anime that you have finished to completion and then understood I've wasted my fucking time. But you have to admit to yourself you wasted your fucking time in order for that to initially actually take flight. If you don't, then you will forever be stuck in this retarded purgatory like this person where you have to constantly affirmate your taste or your things that you were interested in or things that you wasted time looking into by constantly telling people, you need to read it. You need to read all of it because it's a lot better than what you're giving it credit for. And it's like, well, does it start off actually being that good? No, then fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I completely understand. Like, I, I like One Piece. It ain't my favorite anime. It's for damn sure not even in my top 10 or nothing like that. But I have a plethora of friends who basically do not watch or read One Piece. And that's cool. And then I realistically trying to convince them to look at it. It's kind of something where I like to take a step back and think like at all the anime and manga that they've seen. Is this something that I could generally um, generally recommend to them? And then it not just off the bat seem interesting. And it's like, well, how One Piece starts off. If that doesn't hook you in, then no. And how it starts off is not, it's like, it's just a small fracture of exactly what are the bigger themed and way um, interesting moments and whatnot. But initially, if you don't care for Monkey D. Luffy's character, you don't care for the actions that are going on or anything that's taking place within the series, hell, if you don't like boats and pirates, then you're not going to like One Piece. And no matter how much I kind of try to confirm different aspects of the show that go on, to actually get you involved or invested in it, you're not going to. So, <laughs> uh, take a real look. This sort of story, you can't really judge unless you've read a few volumes. You sound fucking stupid. That is not a thing. That is not a thing at all. If you know anime and manga, you do not need to read volumes of something for you to sit there and go, I think my opinion of something is actually kind of skewed. 
that it needs to change. I need to change. I need to fix myself into a better person. Fuck no. No. And if anything, it's the opposite. When you've read a bunch of shit, especially bullshit when it comes to anime and manga, bad stories and terrible artwork and whatnot, you can tell from the get-go whether or not something is going to actually be interesting to you. And indulging or trying to waste your time reading up on some shit that you generally hate, disdain for, you have a disdain for, and you just do not like is stupid. It's incredibly stupid. And again, this person is trying to affirmain his convictions about the series because most likely he either really enjoyed it or he's trying to force himself to enjoy it because he wasted his time on it. And I have to say, it is idiotic to try and pressure someone else into doing something like that. You saw the beginning chapter and you thought, I'll give this a read. I read the beginning chapter and was so upset. I made a fucking video about it because I hated it. <laughs> it was so unbelievably predictable, stupid, and dumb, and poorly written. That is not a reason for me to continue reading the volumes because eventually it might get better, especially since you don't fucking laid out the entire story. The ups and downs and all the who the woo-hoos within the series are now nothing to me because I know all the fucking plot points because you told it to me already. So then what would be interesting about it? Hell, you even explained the goddamn ending, which I already explained was going to happen in my video. And I only read one chapter, which is a problem. <laughs> I understood everything from reading one chapter and it did nothing. It did nothing. <laughs> you are so simple. Oh my God. Not just a couple chapters. As again, it's not about a hero, it's about a fool growing into one. It's not about a fool growing into one. It's about a terrible person understanding that there's no reason for him to be a terrible person. That again is not an endearing fact, it's not an endearing quality, it's not the makings of a hero, nor is it the makings of a character that's worth watching. You have to give me something that's worth watching. Whether or not a character is being pathetic when they're lucky and they just keep going further and further down a rabbit hole of despair, that is actually interesting. You can watch someone basically be on a high point, but them not recognize they're on a high point. And the more they try to climb higher than where they actually are, they go lower and lower and lower into despair. And then eventually, it's nothing. That's an actual interesting storytelling element. That's an actual interesting story point. That's something where you're looking at and the endearing quality is that this guy just cannot recognize how lucky he is and then he keeps messing up. Why does he keep messing up? And then you look into it and go, well, let's see why is he messing up? But with this, since it's um, fucking light uh, manga or whatever <laughs> that has the fucking premise laid out in the goddamn title, there is nothing to look into as why would he keep messing up? I know why he's messing up. He tells me why he's messing up and there's nothing endearing about it. Now, the little example I gave definitely would basically need like more context behind it. You know, <laughs> it was like got a loving wife, loving family, but he wants to have a better job or whatever. Um, damn, I was about to say streetcar names, not streetcar names. What's the the play by the, the greatest playwright in American history? Um, death of a Salesman. That's the story. The Death of a Salesman story. If you ever learn um look that like that's something i urge you to look into but the death of a salesman play is actually um a far more predicated story that that concept that flows into what i'm talking about where it's a dude who generally just really like he's been pushing his entire life to live a certain way or to be a certain person and it just it does not work out death of a salesman ain't my favorite play but it's something that's worth looking into in order for you to understand a grasp on exactly what you would need 
for a pathetic character to actually be an endearing character to look at. So I recommend you do shit like that. Also recommend this because you probably might be just a an anime manga fan, which means that other mediums are not really your forte. Look up other shit, not just things that have come from Japan, not... I mean movies. I mean movies, TV shows, all that bang. Not just the popular stuff, not just what's trending, but things that essentially would be fit within the same genre that you like looking into or whatever. That helps and improves your understanding of storytelling immensely. So where you can understand the bullshit from the good shit, and it helps so much. (laughs) So I definitely urge you to do some shit like that. Now there's more. So much more. (laughs) Also, some of the things you said about what's normal for the Japanese is quite inaccurate. (laughs) This ought to be funny. Um, (laughs) Yes, they have fantasies of marrying their high school sweethearts and stuff like that. Duh. It's fucking everywhere within their, their... It's fucking everywhere. That's not a... That, that's not a, <laughs> that's unquestionable uh, and stuff like that. But it's not really a common thing. What did I say? I said, in, like, if you actually look into my video, what I wasn't, what I was talking about isn't the concept to where people only marry their childhood friend. It was the fact that the reason behind marrying a childhood friend comes with the similarity, with the similarity that comes with knowing this person and not actually having to get to know said person. I already know everything about you because we grew up together. Might as well get married. That is basically what comes with the concept and the fantasy behind marrying someone that is a childhood friend. And then when it came to actually people getting together, it was because of the fact that usually a lot of people within Japan get married outside of college because of the fact that their relationships are things that basically tend to happen within a... um, within a small window of their social hierarchy because of the fact that once they start working, working, they're kind of in that shit forever. And then generally it gets to the point where only when they reach a certain age is not being married, actually socially considered awkward and weird to where you are either ostracized or looked down upon because you're still single and working hard and everything like that. They find issue with this, and because they're such a social society when it comes towards shit like this, there's a lot of people who just get married for the sake of being married. Not because they actually care about each other, but literally just so no one would talk about the fact that they're not married. That is a common thing in Japan. This is real. It's not just predicated off the fucking manga and anime. It's real shit. You have to look into Japanese society. Stuff happens differently than how manga and anime presents things within Japan. Everyone should know that, but you wouldn't if only thing that you focus on an anime manga um, about Japanese society, which is not what I was talking about. I was talking about the fact that generally what happens is when <laughs> it was like, well, generally what happens and it's like, and even how it was presented in the story, he married someone that worked at the same job as him. And again, that is a common thing that they do in Japan. Hell, they do it in Korea as well because of the fact that the that the, the familiarity that comes with basically I'm getting to know this person that is working with me and then us being together. That is not a common thing that fucking happens here in America. It's not. It's not common in America, but it's very common in Japan. And so is the concept of people who have been high school sweethearts growing old together or going to the same college together and then getting married. That is common. What's also common is fucking... 
um, divorces and cheating and cheatings in um, Japan as well. But that has nothing to do with me talking about the people getting together. <laughs> I'm talking about people getting together. That's a common thing in Japan. So no, that is normal. <laughs> The fantasy of a high school sweetheart, yes, that is not that common because colleges as well as work tends to skew where people go because of the different structures or the different places that they're able to go to. So yeah, I mean, that's like with anybody having a high school sweetheart and then you move into different colleges, long distance relationships are tough. Not saying that they can't be done, but they're very, very tough. But again, I was allocating to the fact that, yeah, he's trying to, essentially he's meeting her in high school and what exactly is that supposed to mean or what exactly is that going to do when essentially he got married to her when they started working together? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. And that is normal for the Japanese. <laughs> oh, man. Might be more common than um, might be more common there than other places. But still, they earnestly say that it's a lofty, unrealistic fantasy. Well, so is a dude wanting to have um, the first time of his wife if she's already been with other people. That's a lofty, unrealistic fantasy. And yet, literally, if that was not what he was going to be able to do, what do you see the series actually going in terms of any type of tangible relationship between him and his wife? Him learning to eventually let go of some shit does not change the fact that his initial response towards some shit was what it was. He had a hung up over the fact that his wife had slept with someone else before him. And he had an issue with the fact that he hasn't slept with anyone else until he met her. And I can tell you, the unrealistic fantasy is the fact that that probably happens to a lot of people. And it's honestly not that big of a fucking deal. Now, it's totally different if essentially her past um, blends into his current life and then you have it to where she was a goddamn freak on the leash and then she just can't stop fucking around with everybody and there's nothing he can do about it because he's caught up in feelings. But that's not the story that was presented now, was it? He was an asshole with fucking premature ejaculation problems or whatever um, as presented within the first fucking chapter. He's also incredibly overweight, incredibly fat, and he felt inadequate being around her. And all she was was the nicest person ever. And for some reason, he felt that the problem was her. That is bad writing. <laughs> when you have nothing else that just, that defines or is tangible for the main character, for anyone else to go, I can see where he's coming from with this. Nothing. There is nothing that comes with that. And that is what I have a problem with. And that, again, is how stupid this is. This is a lofty, unrealistic fantasy. The concept of being with a high school sweetheart is a rarity, but it's not an unrealistic fantasy. As presented in this fucking story, as you explained in your goddamn comment, because they do end up together. Fuck. <laughs> Just because you don't go to the same high school doesn't mean it's not your high school sweetheart. Do not get the term. I do not get that confused. <laughs> now, there was a, another comment added to it because apparently, you know, had a lot to, to type towards me. But um, the other one is, I imagine you must hate um, Mushoko, um, yeah, Mushoko uh, Tensei. I believe I'm pronouncing that. Yeah, Mushoko Tensei. Now, if you don't know, that's Jobless Isekai. Um, uh, you must hate uh, Mushoko uh, Tensei too. And just about any other story where the hero doesn't start out worthy of being called that. I'm gonna pause right there. Because guess what? You're right. 
Because guess what? You're right. I hate Jabba Z. Sakai. I hate it with a fucking passion. I hate it, and I still watch it. I read it, too. I read it, and I watch it. You want to know why? <laughs> because I am crazy. But aside from that, Jobless Isekai is something that I got into during the uh, Isekai craze. Uh, well, not during the Isekai craze. I, I got into it when I got into it. Like, you know, fuck that nonsense of craze or popularity or anything like that. But I got into reading the manga before the anime even existed. Um, before they even talked about having an anime, I was reading the manga. And the thing is, is that I don't like the main character of Jobless Isekai to an extent. To an extent. All right. The first initial idea and the concept behind Jobless Isekai starts off like any other fucking Isekai. It isn't that far-fetched, nor is it that different from anything else. The issues that I have with Jobless Isekai are when those factors bleed over and condemn the main character's actions within Jobless Isekai when he has long since gone past those notions. This is the same problem that is within um, death, um, uh, the, end before, um, the end after the beginning. Or the um, or I got that mixed up. The beginning after the end, which is a Korean manga, which basically to me is far superior than Jabba's Isekai ever will be. Like that shit is amazing. Like seriously, you like fuck fuck responding to this, this this comment right now. If you have not read the beginning after the end, go read that. That is really fucking good. Um, <laughs> but again, the same issues that I have is that when you sit there and predicate a character who essentially is reliving his life or going through the motions as a kid or as a child, and they're going through and dealing with other shit, and then they still basically are using their past misgivings or past fears of something as an excuse towards what's going on presently, especially when you're in another world, dealing with another society, dealing with different um, concepts and whatnot, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You can use that to be a focal point or a grounding reason behind making your main character seem pathetic, weak, or sad, or whatever. But realistically, that's ridiculous. It's really stupid, especially when you have a moment like in Jopla Isekai where the main character fucks his cousin, which is an issue that I have with that. It's his fucking cousin, all right? I don't care if he's from another world. I don't care if he's in a new body. That is his goddamn cousin, and then he fucks her. And it is terrible, it is disgusting, it is gross, and fuck you if you think otherwise. That is so sick of a thing to do or to have in a series. I don't care who you are. He fucks his cousin, and then he becomes impotent because she decides to leave. That is beyond retarded, right? It's beyond retarded, and then the only way that he got over it was that he fucked his childhood friend, who was literally another girl that he basically has been grooming since she was young to essentially be with his ass which is another reason why I don't like Jobless Isekai. I don't like Jobless Isekai because of the crap that's in Jobless Isekai. A lot of the shit is actually entertaining, funny, um, interesting, and really cool, but that is endearing qualities of the main character that I don't mind. Seeing him be a pervert when he was a baby, funny. Having him be talented in magic and also having a, um, a wide wonderment of um of being happy in this new world of magic and things like that all of that's cool but his past and him being a shut-in and whatnot that's whatever but that wasn't the major focal point of the beginning of jobless isekai nor was that something that was this big time fucking anchor that lasts throughout the series they only bring it up whenever they want to in order to make him feel inadequate and i hate it because it's just shitty writing he goes through horrible shit but then only when they feel like to make him seem pathetic, they'll bring up the past shit from when he was a fat little whatever. And I hate it. Again, that's just bad writing. So, yeah, I hate Jobless Isekai. 
but I enjoy different things that happens in Jobless Isekai. So yeah, but it's not as if I hate any story with that, as I just explained with my condition towards Jobless Isekai. There's a lot of things that are very endearing about the story, as well as likable about the main character. That is not present within I Will Die to Have Your First Time. The main character is just a fucking creep, and I do not fucking like him. That is it. That is all. That is my hangup. That is the problem. This is not something to where it's like, I just don't like anything where the hero doesn't start off as a hero. No, that's stupid. And again, you're projecting because you also started off in your first little comment by saying wish fulfillment. This isn't dealing with wish fulfillment. This is dealing with a whole different concept in terms of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that you don't have someone that's actually interesting or doing something worthwhile. You have a story that's incredibly fucking predictable. You have a character that basically has a hangup that's unrealistic. And you also have a situation that's incredibly fucking stupid as well as completely and utterly depressing only for the sake of being depressing. None of that shit is actually interesting. <laughs> and that is a problem I have with this story. Fuck! And there's absolutely nothing wrong with the story starting off with the main character is a zero and then he leads up to a hero. But it's totally different when you basically don't have any competent writing to actually facilitate or help that shit move along, which it does not. Job Aziza guy has a bunch of wonderful moments that I really enjoy, but also it has a bunch of shit in it that's just really fucking stupid. When the dad confronted him the way that he did, and then he started acting like a child, but early, but like throughout the series, he's been doing shit with the mindset of a grown fucking man. Get out of here. When he decided to perv out and look at a little girl's panties and we're supposed to pretend that that's supposed to be a funny, endearing moment because she was able to kick him in the face, but we're also going to pretend that he's not a 30-some-year-old grown-ass man looking up a little girl's skirt and then somehow getting sexually excited about that, as well as her being his cousin, I'm supposed to sit there and pretend like that shit isn't fucking gross? It is fucking gross. I don't like that shit. <laughs> you shouldn't sit there and normalize perverted, lowly behavior and shit, especially within anime and manga. It should be really restricted behind that stuff. But again, I just don't like the fact that that's his cousin. It, I really don't like that fact. <laughs> like, that is so gross to me. That's his fucking cousin. Well, you know, in the series, by the end of it, him, her, and then the Remy girl all get married, and he has three wives. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's his cousin. That's sick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And what, Remy is this goddamn closeted, weird-ass prodigy of a girl that's basically a forever lowly. And then you have his cousin who he's been grooming since she was little. Then you have his goddamn childhood friend who basically literally had no one else to talk to aside from him, which is also grooming. And then he fucks her as well. Fuck out of here with this scene. This is a... Uh, Jabba Z's guy's a bad series. <laughs> it really is a bad series. Why you keep reading it? I like punishing myself. Again, certain things is funny. That it's fucking stupid. You're not gonna tell your little sister that you're a big brother? No, why not? I mean, she just figured it out on her own anyway. So, <laughs> like, why are you keeping it a secret? Your little fucking sister. Why are you being weird? No, no. <laughs> why don't you go find the rest of the family? Dad, why are you talking to me like this? You know, that's a kid, right? And I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was a grown ass man. Well, everyone else thinks he's a kid. What the fuck does he keep acting like? This? Like. This? <laughs> can't have him act grown one minute and act like a child the next and then go that's totally rational no not at all <laughs> jesus christ see in the beginning after the end the only things that are problem with it is the fact that they basically push the um main love main love interest onto the main character as well as um 
different moments when he's fighting, he'll complain about the fact that he's not in his older body, but instead has been in this younger body. So he can't fight the way that he normally would, which doesn't make any sense because he's been growing up into this body all this time. Um, he's like fucking 14. He should be used to it by now, but whatever. <laughs> Missing the forest for the trees here. <laughs> um, uh, 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 what is that? Uh, other stories where the hero doesn't start out worthy of being called that, but that's kind of the point. That isn't kind of the point. If the hero or the character, like not if the character is becoming a hero, that's whatever. But if the character isn't worthy of even having any type of interest in terms of that, then what the hell are you looking at? You can talk about all the different Marvel comics that you want to and talk about how great this hero is, how powerful certain people are, um, how amazing Hyperion is or Superion or all these powerhouses and whatnot. It will never disregard or take away from the fact that the most popular Marvel superhero character of all time is fucking Spider-Man. Why? Well, it's because of whatever Spider-Man's doing that basically is different from everything else. It's not a matter of him being the most powerful because he's not. He exists in the same universe as everyone else. It's not a matter of him having the most tragic backstory because he doesn't. It's not a matter of him basically doing the most climactic or excellent fights and whatnot. No, there's something about Mary that makes Mary special. Fuck. <laughs> and so the point is, is that if you do not have anything that's special, then your main character, be their hero or not, can fall to the wayside like the rest of those forgettable comics, or they can actually be something that's tangible, like X-Men, Hulk, Fantastic Four, or Spider-Man. Personally, I don't talk about Fantastic Four, but I'm just trying to prove a point. You need to improve and open your minds to writing, to actually well-developed and better characters. Character development is not a concept of a story. A character <laughs> needs to be a focal point of a story. And if the character initially is not fucking interesting, then whatever development he goes through is not worth your time. So definitely, definitely read, watch, and look up other shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's kind of um, but that's kind of the point. The hero starts out a worthless man who doesn't even see why his wife loves him when he feels like he can't begin to satisfy her. And we do get flashbacks later showing why. Again, I already stated how that's not a thing. Um, that's not a that's not a tangible excuse for shitty writing to be shitty writing. If you have to wait till later to explain to me why something is fucked up now, why something that's now being fucked up is only explained later on, you're bad at writing. You just are. Whether or not you're taking this shit and you're eating it, hey, you like eating shit, but you're bad at writing. Um, then he grows, struggles, and improves. It takes time, but he outgrows that obsession, even sees the world um, in the title as a curse of sorts. Again, um, even seeing, um, even sees the words in the title as a curse of sorts. Again, but it's a curse he put himself into without any endearing reason behind it. It's just nothing about him that makes this um, development something that is like, I, I'm glad he finally realized it. Nothing about him. It's just you start off with a creeping and it's like, well, I hope you, I hope you like watching this. Well, what are you fucking insane? <laughs> It's the, it's the equivalent of going like um, you introduce a serial killer in a story and then you sit there and go, um, the title of the movie is uh, The Serial Killer Saves the World. <laughs> now, you you, you call it that or whatever and then essentially, well, like I'm kind of, 
put myself in a hole because that sounds interesting shit. <laughs> but you call it that, and then you basically have the serial killer not kill anyone or um, not do anything interesting, but basically is only called a serial killer in title only, and then it just opens up with him basically just doing his everyday job earnestly over and over and over again. With nothing interesting happening, with nothing interesting playing out, but essentially you knowing what the end result is going to be, is that this serial killer is going to save the world. So exactly what is it that's appealing to this outside from what the fucking title is? And again, if the title is basically the predictable concept of the plot, then why would you be interested in wasting your time in it? Is there anything that's happening in the initial hook that is the beginning of it that would make you actually want to stay invested in it outside of your intrigue towards how is it going to accomplish what its end goal is? None. There's absolutely fucking nothing. Again, I just I'm showing you do uh, showing you have a regular dude do his regular day job. How the fuck is that interesting? The only thing that you know is that he's a serial killer, but you're not actually showcased if he's a competent one, if he's a good one, if he's a bad one. They just say that. Hell, you don't even know if he actually is a serial killer or whether or not he wants to be a serial killer. None of that thing is presented, and that is the markings of bad writing. If you're not capable or competent enough to actually facilitate or do anything that brings on this intrigue that makes someone interesting, then watching their development is fucking stupid. And again, the serial killer that um, saves the world does sound like a dope-ass story. <laughs> if you could do it. And then you can have something like Dexter, where it literally is about a serial killer who works for cops and then is killing bad guys because he needs to feel, um, feed his demon of killing people. Dexter's, Dexter's an okay show. Have you ever seen it? That's actually pretty decent. But the main character is actually the intrigue. The main character is the focus. The main character is the person that you need to look at the entire time and wonder, why do you do what you do? And if you have to wonder that and they give no reason behind it, except for you being someone who would facilitate uh, later on and clarify some shit, then no, you're bad at writing. <laughs> you're bad at writing. Shit. Um, this... Um, this is why um, the story has him jump back and forth over and over. Y yeah, because that's a that's a plot device. Um, so I'm pretty sure it happens at a lot of inopportune times or weird moments. That way, when it does happen, it's more so just a shock value to see, oh, no, he was right at, at this moment. He was about to do this. Oh, no, he got sent either forward or back in time. I wonder what is going to change. And... And then it just happens continuously over and over again in order for him to basically um, literally copy what they did in fucking Back to the Future, where he's just doing shit. It's fucking up him going either in the future or in the past, then understanding and realizing that, hey, you know, I need to either change my ways or the future is going to be a hell of a lot more drastic than I want it to be. Or it could actually turn out a hell of a lot worse than I originally planned. So now I just now I just deduce that this shit is nothing but Back to the Future, but fucking stupid. Um, and Back to the Future is a good movie. Well, Back to the Future and Back to the Future Part Two—they're really good movies. Oh man, uh, over and over because um, back and forth because it's about him becoming someone worth loving, not him getting any, not him him getting an easy wish fulfillment. Again, um, don't project wish fulfillment bullshit on me. I don't divulge in wish fulfillment type stories. Um, power fantasies and um, isekais, harems. My, my go-to thing is harem, and I'm, I've never been happy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, those things, I can understand. Wish fulfillment? No. Because, uh, again, I don't like this concept. One, I hate 
when the title explains what the plot is, which is kind of a telltale sign that you're dealing with like a story that's kind of fucked up. Um, because of the fact that it's like, yeah, these like they're not creative in dealing with what they're dealing with. So why should they even word um, like waste time on choosing a title? Uh, much like shit like Rent a Girlfriend um, and how I explained on that. Seeing the main character on something like Rent a Girlfriend would be a ridiculous trump, um, a ridiculous stomp through a story because all that's going to happen is eventually that the girlfriend that he's renting is going to realize that she likes him and then he no longer will need to rent the girlfriend. Um, he could just have a girlfriend, but also he has to go through the ups and downs of realizing that basically they kind of share the same feelings for one another. That's not an interesting story. That's incredibly dumb and really, really simpish. And that's really kind of the point that I had when I mentioned that in my video before about this fucking story. You have a main character who's obsessed over his wife. And the only thing that you're telling me that's intriguing about him is that you need to watch him grow to someone that realizes that this is fucking stupid. But why would I want to do that when I already initially understands that when I, I understand that concept already? So why do I need to see the story play out? What exactly is the hook to make that a thing? Why would that be tangible? What, what sense would that make? Absolutely not. None. None whatsoever. That is incredibly idiotic. That is so fucking stupid. Jesus Christ. I get you like a bad manga. I get it, all right? <laughs> like, you really like you like this manga. But it's a bad manga. It's a dumb story. It's been done before. I previously did Back to the Future. <laughs> and it's not anything interesting. <laughs> it's not an interesting character. It's not an interesting concept. And ultimately, it's stupid. Because it's just trying to tell you a fucking story that you've heard a million times before in a million different ways in an uninteresting way, but you have to sit there and justify to yourself that it actually is good because you wasted your time in looking at it. And since we're guessing what things people like, I'm going to guess that you probably like the story of The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> since you like being plastered and bastardized with everything that a story is going to be and why you should basically indulge in it despite the fact that it clearly sucks. I'm pretty sure you thought The Last of Us Part Two story was a groundbreaking achievement and narrative um, driven um, blah 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 that definitely deserved all the awards that it got and acclaimed in terms of video games. And if it, and if you haven't looked into the story of Last of Us Part Two, I urge you to possibly try to watch well, I'm a playthrough of the story of Last of Us Part Two, and I guarantee you're going to be one of the many people who cry at the end of said story, despite the fact that it is a narratively basically clusterfuck, a complete and total disregard to original character archetypes from the original first fucking game of The Last of Us, and a complete and utter divulged bullshit that's trying to tell you a, sto um, a story of a narrative of revenge is bad getting revenge is bad and all it does is lead to bad are you not sad are you not depressed <laughs> am i not generous with my depression showcasing and um storytelling so that's kind of it i i was going to type a reply to this just like a short little thing like some of the stuff that you gave but i felt that this would be better this would have been a hell of a lot better. So I did it. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with liking stories like this, but you have to understand that these stories can easily be improved and made to where they're interesting for everybody. 
my issue is with the fact that it, it isn't interesting. It isn't endearing and it isn't something that I basically would care about. Um, so I ultimately could not stand the concept, the character, the reasoning behind what was going on, or even the overall premise. None of that was anything that was my cup of tea. Now, that's it. You gave absolutely nothing in this comment that was essentially uh, going against anything that I actually said, rather than you just explaining what the story is. And that isn't um, that isn't an argument at all. Um, it's just you explaining what the story is and then telling me, eventually, it gets better. Yeah, so does sex. <laughs> eventually, it gets better, and then eventually, it ends. But whoop do you do doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> oh, man. What, what is the rule from uh, the new guy? Yeah. Um, but the sex you're getting, uh, <laughs> the sex you're getting, um, the sex you want, you ain't getting. And the sex you're getting, you don't want. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I just felt like this was an appropriate response because you had so much to say. And I do apologize for not basically being um, forthwith, um, forthwith in my response to you as it is six months old. But um, I, I do appreciate the comment and I do appreciate the um, intrigue towards uh, my work. I, I appreciate it and I thank you for that. Um, this has been quite interesting and quite fun. And um, to everyone out there, this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I have been your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people, I hope you have fun.